Divas, we are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with uh, me, Tom Hamlet, and of course, uh, my sister, Gix. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Uh, what's hilarious is you're frozen. Your, your audio is fine, but you're frozen and you're just hamming. Like your face is like a full teeth smile. Oh, you're frozen on mine too. <laughs> <laughs> you're still frozen on the okay. teeth. Well, currently, I just had a pop-up that said my internet connection is unstable. So things are great here. Well, a happy Sunday. Uh, we have two very good friends on today to talk all things Summer House. Um, but before we get to that, we're just going to talk kind of pod stuff. So this week uh, is the end of our real-world coverage on the Patreon. So uh, if you have not subscribed to that, catch the finale uh episode of real world reboot uh this week uh that comes out on wednesday and then after that we are going to be covering the first season of flavor of love which we are so excited about i literally cannot wait i know i'm really so excited i mentioned this the last time the last time we recorded but i haven't watched it in probably 10 years so i'm like fucking thrilled it's obvious there's gonna be so many things that are like ooh, that's problematic Ooh, that's problematic. Like, I just am waiting yeah. for it. Uh, oh, but I cannot yeah. wait. I feel that it is necessary to our fans and our listeners that we talk about this in, in ve- very important subject. Wait, and did you see that, because we were, we will also cover um, a season of American's Next Top Model there, but did you see that Shea Coulee is launching an American's Next Top Model podcast? I did. So, fuck us. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're not even in the same realm of competition, so I'm not even upset about it. But I we need Shake no, on iconic, this show though. though. I would love it. I did reach out a, a okay, while well, ago. Let's do it again. Um, okay. If you're listening and you're like, okay. oh my god, I know Shay Coulee, like I can get her on. Just yeah, let, let, let us, us know. know. Someone else okay, someone else that I'm putting out into the reality cinematic universe is my new favorite reality TV star obsession. <laughs> Okay. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, um, but everything to do with reality TV. Her name is Ashley, and she is from The Challenge. <laughs> Wait, I I told you you would be obsessed with her. I but I but literally you have not. But you have not told me. You have not like checked back in with me about her. Because have you seen no. her have the orgasm yet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So people who don't watch the challenge, I am new to the challenge. I just started watching because the all-star season came on. So I'm like going back a little bit. And this literally star named Ashley, she is talks about how dumb she is. Like she knows that she's not the smartest, sharpest crayon in the box. Um, I And there's something I love about those women. And, yes. and and men and anyone like when they're on the sh- when they're on a reality shows and they're like I'm a fucking idiot like I just <laughs> love when they own it like that's why Cameron Westcott is racist and has some things she needs to work through with her verbiage yes. but she's similar in that way where she's like I'm dumb but like I know that and so right. like which in turn um, almost makes me smart and so this cha- this specific challenge that we're mentioning um, in the challenge they have to like rub away soap with their body on a pole, and essentially she um, has yeah. So it's go- like it's like a bar of soap has engulfed the pole, and 
on the pole is like a barcode that you have to like use to solve a puzzle. And so the only way to get the soap to go away is you have to straddle it and literally hump it. And yeah. so she's holding on to like this beam and she's humping it. And I, you could tell everyone was literally like, like all the I people mean, on the challenge watch, uh, watching her do the challenge were like, Oh my gosh. Off-brand Jeff's, Jeff Probst. Off-brand Jeff Probst, um, a.k.a. TJ, was literally like, I saw some things today that I'll never unsee. <laughs> he said that at the end of it. <laughs> if you just literally Google, just put into YouTube Ashley Soap, the challenge, it'll come up. I've watched it many times. It's hilarious. She's also just, she's what's great about her too is that she is very good at challenges. Right. In, but she is an idiot. And I can't stop watching her. Unfortunately, this season I'm on, she just left. So I'm bummed. But um, um, You'll see her on about 3,000 more challenges. She I'm, keeps I coming can't back. fucking wait. I literally am obsessed with her. Um, yeah, no, she, she's so she I'm very excited for you to see what happens with her because she has some wild seasons. There are some <laughs> seasons and this this is a spoiler, but like the reason it's not even that big of a spoil that you'll you'll see. There's some seasons and this happens multiple times where she comes on and midway through the first episode, she's like, I'm not feeling this. And then she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's some seasons where that she makes, makes me it... love her even more, honestly. Right. I know. But then there's some seasons that she makes it to the final. Like there's like right. really no rhyme or reason to like how <laughs> she goes in the competition. Like she was on, I, I, she, I'm pretty sure she was on this past current season of the challenge. So, um, no, but it, it it's really funny. Maybe maybe one day we'll cover a season of the challenge on here, or maybe on a Patreon or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, wait. So before we talk Summer House uh, with two of our besties uh, this week, uh, we obviously have to give some listener appreciation out once again. Thank you guys for all of your continued support of the podcast. Uh, our stats analytics continue to grow, which is super super exciting, and um, we love to see it. Oh, and you know what? Wait, let's, can we, we should also, speaking of analytics, give a shout out to um, our recent guests, Nora and Arthi, who um, yes. charted in the top 100 uh, podcasts on Apple Podcasts in the United States of America. Now, if you remember, Kix and I charted in Australia. In Canada. <laughs> oh, in Canada, in Canada. Um, and by, we, were, we were on the very bottom of 200, <laughs> <laughs> but they were like 90. No, that's so exciting for them. I also, I know we're doing a lot in this intro, but I also want to plug, um, I talk on Andrew Newborn's podcast this week, Reality Realist. Please go follow him, rate, review, subscribe, listening to his podcast. Tom has previously been a guest on there. I'm a guest on it this week, and we talk things romance and all of the above, and it was truly a joy, and go listen to that as well. Yeah, Adam's great. He's really great. He's that, truly that, the that, best. It sounded like I was phoning in that, but I really meant that. No, he's <laughs> honestly the best. No, he's he's great. Yeah, please go check out. So those are two good pod recommendations for y'all. Yes. Um, no, but uh, real quick, we have a quick little review. Five-star review, once again. Five stars only here on is what we will read. And uh, we have a review from We Talk Extensively podcast. Okay. Um. I can't wait for you to hear this review. (laughs) The title is listen exclamation point five stars. The review. Great content. Love podcasts that cover Bravo in depth. 
episode with Bobby was good. Now, that's the end of the review, and I want to just, <laughs> just want I want to ask I want to ask the listeners, the audience, who's Bobby? <laughs> do, you know who, do you know who Bobby is? No. I was worried that I was going to have to fake knowing who Bobby was. So I think this, for, first of all, thank you. <laughs> second of all, <laughs> second, second, I, you know, I think this was a, we, I get often DMs from other podcasts being like, rate, review us, we'll rate, review you. And I always say, of Got course, it. and I go and do that with them, of yeah. course. And usually I just write like five stars, like these ladies are wonderful, you know, or something like that. So if you've gotten that, just know that Tom doesn't give a fuck about no, it. No, 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 no. I change it. But but it seems that they have written something like that. Um, but I cannot wait until like we get DMs from people being like, or we get a DM from our old guest, Bobby, who's like, how did you forget me? <laughs> That's what I was worried that was going to happen is that you were going to put me to the test about who Bobby was. And I'm just like going through my head. No, like there's no Bobby. Okay. <laughs> but you, maybe I'm just going to remind but you know what? You maybe there will the be table. a Bobby. Me Okay, you brought this to the table, so if there was a Bobby or if there's a nickname Bobby, it's mm-hmm. your fault. Okay. Yeah, I mean sure. <laughs> I, I'll take the blame. I I I produce this podcast and I can promise you we've never had a Robert or a Bobby <laughs> or a Bob. Um okay, well, uh <laughs> and our guests today, their names aren't Bobby either. Um, we, we could call them that just we to have make two, the, it relevant. <laughs> yeah, sure. We have two of our nearest and dearest friends uh, on the podcast today. They've been guests before, Kathleen Lamagna and Spencer Glass. Uh, and we will be back with them in one second to check all things Summer House. Uh, talk to you guys soon. Okay, and we are back uh, to chat all things Bravo and Summer House with two uh, returning, returning dumpster divas, uh, we have Kathleen Lamagna. Uh, uh, you can follow her at Kathleen Lamagna on Instagram. She's got a lot. She's got a lot of crazy things going on there. So definitely check it out. Um, and then we also have <laughs> Spencer, who is our most returned guest. Uh, this is yeah. his fourth appearance on Dumpster Dive Pod. He uh, sips can, his tea. You can follow him at Hi Spencer Glass and Kathleen and Spencer. Hi. It's truly an honor. Hello, everyone. Hi. Ha, ha. You sound like Jill Zarin. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Showing up I'm, to Scary I'm, Island. I'm not far off from her, so that would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you doing that in, in, in a scenario, yeah. you know, showing up somewhere and just being like, 100- although you would never show up uninvited. No, I would never do that. But but if I was really uncomfortable and I knew that people didn't want me there, but I was invited, I definitely would be like, Hi. Like, I definitely would still do it. For sure. Yes. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, absolutely. It feels like you've done it before, now that you're explaining it that way. <laughs> like, I'm trying to remember if there was a time. Tom, you can't even... Like, in college, you your can't even wait like... 10 minutes to, like, not completely shatter me. <laughs> what do you mean? I just shatter you? What do you mean? Babe, <laughs> hey, no, I'm just saying. You're... You can... I welcome... <laughs> babe, babe, no, babe. <laughs> You can shatter me. I welcome. I welcome the shattering. <laughs> okay. This is gonna. 
who cares about Bravo? This is going to be a Spencer versus Tom duel, and Kix and I are just going <laughs> to call. Can't we're wait. We're not even going to mediate. We're just going to be yeah, like totally. Yay. Totally. <laughs> Spencer and I really should do like a reading challenge off with each no, other. I'm I am too, because you're both like. <laughs> no, because Spencer, no, I, but Spencer and I both have a very similar like loving shade towards people where, where we, I don't feel you and I like, ever when when we're trying to joke with someone about something i don't feel like you and i ever mean it in in a bad way but i feel like we know people that like sometimes their jokes are like uh, yeah uh, wait do you mean you mean that kind I, of, you know what i mean and i definitely have a similar delivery when it comes to jokes that like people are know that we're kidding but when tom and i do bicker it's always like something kind of rude followed by usually Tom going, I'm not trying to be mean at all. I'm just like, I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> no, you're amazing. I'm yes, so exactly. proud of you. You're amazing. You're just a bad person. I've never, I don't put words in my mouth, bitch. I've never said you're a bad person. <laughs> He's never thought that. No, I'm totally kidding. Um, yeah, but yeah. Um, wait, so before we talk, um, Summer House, um, I, you know, you guys have been on the pod, so we don't, we're not going to really hit all of our usual segments and everything, but I do want to check in and see like what everyone's watching right now outside mm -hmm. of Summer House. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything like fun that you're diving into that you want to, you know, bring to the table today? I've watched, or you're excited about premiering? I was just going to say, I've watched the Real Houses of New York trailer like a zillion times. <laughs> that's sure, that's sure. basically What are we excited my... about that? Super excited about Ebony. Can't wait for her to get into the mix. Mm -hmm. Uh, Leah's always a good time. And I think the Ramona, I feel like Ramona, this might be Ramona Swan song and I'm here for it. I don't think she's ever going to go away. Yeah. No, because unless she truly says something, not even like, I don't, they just like won't fuck with her for some reason. And I don't get it. Like, I mean, and fuck with in the worst way, like they won't fire her. And I don't understand why. Like, and she'll never leave on her own. I honestly think the only way she leaves the franchise is when she's <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're going to keep her on until she's 85. Even if she's not a full-time cast member, she's just going to, like, roll in with, like, Pino Grigio, like, iv to her veins, like, at the home. Being like, we got to go visit Ramona at the home. Honestly, <laughs> at that point, I'll tune in. Cut. Just kidding. Sure. Yeah, that would make that would yeah, be great. I, I honestly, feel like the only reason they would keep her is if they bring back Tinsley, and then it's like an OG crew. Wait, you think you think they're gonna get rid of her after no, this season? Um, I thought they were. I thought she was gone last season. I think that I have a feeling yeah. they're gonna keep her on and they can get Tinsley back, and then also Dorinda back after Dorinda's little time out. I have a feeling that is the only reason she will stay on. I would. I'm curious to see how the season plays out because I think that. I hope that she is challenged in her white nonsense, which she like will be, but she won't take it to heart. She'll be like, this person's attacking me. Everyone's attacking me. I'm not racist. Correct. Correct. She's like, I have a black um, coworker. But that's why I'm kind of. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I have a black housekeeper. Like I could see her saying. But that. that's why I'm kind of here <laughs> no. for it though, because I just want to see. Like I'm curious to see how how bad it's going to be. Like if we thought that it couldn't get any worse now, then if she's on for a whole other season, then it's just gonna be a it's gonna be a train that I won't 
that I'll try to get off of or that I'll want to get off of. But I'm also like, how bad's it going to get? I'm looking. <laughs> we've never looking gotten through off. We've, your we've stayed on the train through a lot. I don't think I think I don't think we're getting off anytime. No, soon. no, no. Don't include me in that. I famously fucking hate her. Yeah, you do. I'm not saying do. I like I, her. I, she is my remote. No, I find Ramona her. No, I find her unwatchable. Fave. I find her unwatchable, which like Tom can't agree with. But like, I think that she's incredibly unwatchable. I she it pains me. Literally. But you like sleepy shows, sleepy housewives, sleepy everything. I do, but I also like, like Potomac, when the drama was at its height, at its peak. I loved it so much, but also none of them were, like, I don't like Giselle because she's she cuts really deep. And it's just the people that take it, like, too personally that I, or take things too personally. Like, they take it that far that I can't. Right, like you hate Kenya. I can, I hate her. Wow, I I just feel like, unfortunately, like when you sign the Declaration of Independence to watch the Housewives, you're saying, I am in this for the awful, 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 awful things that these people are going to say because they are the narrative. Like they are why the TV show exists. So I want to be like Kick. I want to be like like Kick so badly, but like, unfortunately... I still kind of stand Ramona, even though I want her off the show. It's a very strange relationship. Right. Because also, like, in that same area of Kenya, like, Kenya, it's like she's brought all of the drama to the table for Atlanta. Like, the reason that there is anything to talk about is because Kenya keeps bringing up Bolo. <laughs> and Latoya keeps feeding into it. So, like, the, yeah. It's just, it's tough. Right. <laughs> It's really hard to be. Can I you. say that um, I I'm watching the Kardashians season twenty. I am too, and I hate that I. Yes. I'm so glad that you said it first. Wait, why, why are you scared to say it? Yeah, Kathleen, you're sitting know. amongst the three trashiest people on the planet. I love the Kylie Kardashian, Kylie Jenner. I stand her forever. I love her so much, so I can't get. Much yeah, Kix is more Kardashians than I am. I I have not watched like an episode in like ten years probably, but I still I keep saying should I watch the final season, and then I just like don't care. Maybe I'll just watch this reunion that Andy's gonna do. Even though here's I'm my here are my quick 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 thoughts. It's funny, Kix. Like I actually cannot stand Kylie, and what really what really got me was when her ex makeup artist needed the sixty five k for her surgery because he was. Um, he was thrown out of his car in a car oh accident God, and she donated yeah. $5,000. Yeah. Do you know, because I did this much research, it's so she, 65 up. grand for her is five cents for me. That is how little it is for her because she is that much a billionaire. I do agree. It's so fucked up. It's like she was posting every, like posting the GoFundMe for this makeup artist she used to use. And it's just like, you could easily pay this and it would be, Nothing. Nothing. She wears 65K probably just on her wrists alone. Um, yeah. The season's fine. And I'm sure, Kathleen, maybe you disagree or agree. It's totally fine. Addison Ray's on it. Like, so that's interesting. She's uninteresting. Now, I have a yeah. question. I have a question. What is Addison Ray? Addison Ray is one of the most fantastic talents to hit um, our country. She is an incredible... She's an incredible dancer, incredible actor, incredible singer. Um, wise beyond her years, and she is gonna be in. She's the man remake. She's gonna be in. She's the man. Remake. Wait, no. Yeah, she's the man of I also believed you for the first 
two half the the first half of that. Spencer, did um, you cast her in a Little Mermaid? Honey, <laughs> Addison Ray is not coming within an inch of any production that I'm involved on. I think she is so. I she's like she's like the Kardashian. It's like why 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 why? I don't get her though. But where did she begin? Um, her <laughs> I don't get it. She it's she was like one of the original TikTok dancers and like because I saw her, her do the Jimmy Just Fallon leads, thing. No, okay. The, my issue we're gonna get incredibly deep. I guess my issue with her is that she does the laziest version of every TikTok dance. And when I go, I'm on TikTok unfortunately quite often. And when I go through TikTok, thank God she doesn't pop up. But what pops up is people who fuck pop off on the dances and are like actually talented and typically they are people of color and they're not getting nearly like the amount of credit this girl is for like wearing a full beat and like shaking her shoulders a little bit kix is 100 percent right addison ray is like the guests in a line of like couture (laughs) not the guests (laughs) <laughs> but she is. She literally is guests. You do ESS. You can pick her up at TJ Maxx. But sick because guess guess rolls in the money. Like guess still makes sure. a lot of yeah, money, yo, but guess, they are not guests as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's a great observation. But then, but then Addison Ray recently released a single, correct, in a really weird music video. Yeah, right? she wrote an amazing song. It's called "Obsessed with Me." <laughs> you know so much about this it's fabulous it's fabulous i you know i spend way too much, i spend way too much time obsessing over people that make me feel bad about myself and addison ray is one of them i think she was like one of the first like hot girls to like make a viral video on tiktok but it's just like such a it's i don't know I find such a huge issue in the whole situation, but this is truly my favorite part about the Kardashians this season is when they ask Addison Ray if her and Courtney are hooking up. Wait, 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 Addison, wait, 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 wait. No, no, who was Addison hooking up with? Court, uh, Courtney. No, allegedly, she's allegedly. She's not. She's not. She's not. She's not. She's literally not doing that. <laughs> what? But they were okay. So here's the situation. They're sitting at a, their big-ass dining room table that's outside. Okay. Spencer's staring into the distance, pondering this as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going, keep okay. going. Just keep and going. Then, so, Kim, so it's Kim and Chloe, Addison Ray, Scott Disick, and Chris. Okay. And it, Kim and Chloe jokingly swish-swish, but they're kind of serious – Ask Addison if she's hooking up with Courtney. Also, like back. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I was gonna say Kick's backstory just for like Tom, who I don't think is totally aware. Courtney and Addison are like be- 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 best friends, and it's just I don't. I mean, everyone's kind of like, but they're twenty-one years apart. Why are they friends? Which I think is like kind of rude, but it just it is a little strange. Like out of nowhere, they're best friends, and they. The sisters are like, we have never seen Courtney this way before. She's at her happiest, so they're. They're a little, yeah. Right, and then so like, uh, yeah, is they she also talk or... about allegedly Addison sleeps in Courtney's bed when like she stays at their house and like all this. <laughs> I mean, 
Like, okay, sure. Like a girl's sleepover, whatever. Okay, okay. But they ask her, they ask Addison if they're like hooking up. And Scott's like, I don't, I'm not judging you. I'm just curious. <laughs> and they're not, but. Well, do we know that? Well, I guess, no, I guess but, Courtney's now with Travis Barker. Yeah, but this is not the first time oh, that Courtney's been, that Courtney's allegedly dabbled. Been with a woman? Well, there was, they, that was a storyline. before? That was a storyline, like, at the very beginning of the Kardashian seasons. Very, very beginning of her with, really? like, some girl she met in art class. Oh, I do not remember this. Yeah, but that it was like, about right. I didn't know you were who such a historian. I, who hasn't met a girl in art class that they're allegedly? Or into? the girl was an artist <laughs> or something. But it was like, it was like early on in one of the earlier seasons, and they they really set it up to allude to the fact that those two were in a relationship. Maybe they even were making out in a hot tub. Okay. I, I don't know. It's all just coming back to me in in short okay. visions. Well, you know what? Well, I'll have to take your word on that one, okay? Because I'm not going to go back and watch. <laughs> um, wait, uh, something I did, something else I, oh, wait, we didn't ask what everyone else is watching. Oh, you said you were watching Kardashians, and then we have, uh, K- Kathleen is trailer. only watching the Ronnie That's it, I, just to get myself hyped. Yeah, I, want, I have a few more weeks. <laughs> okay, I will, I will also ask, are y'all watching Married at First Sight? Because I keep getting people telling me that I I'm should not. watch it. I am. <laughs> did you know that no i didn't i am okay well great um is it something that i should watch we should watch um i certainly don't want to cover it on the sh- on okay. the podcast but um it is it is good it is good it's not amazing <laughs> it's it's like 90 day fiance where they draw out these episodes the episodes are all two hours long and they should be 45 minutes long and like you could really get everything in but they just like really draw it out and it's also like so clear that they set couples up for literal failure like there was a couple on this season that like do not belong together and somehow like just like decided to stay together like i won't reveal which one but they're 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 going to stay together post show and it's like, wait, like, really? Like, you one, really don't have to. One girl is like a party girl. The other guy is like a QAnon, like, like conservative guy. It, it, the whole thing is weird. This season was explosive, though, because on the season, there was this guy, there was this couple on the wedding, <laughs> on the wedding day. So the, obviously the premise of the show, they've never met. And then they meet on their wedding day at the altar. They meet at the altar, they exchange vows, they kiss, all that stuff. And he immediately after the wedding, he's like, I'm not attracted to her. Like he says it in the like confessional, like they're at the wedding venue. And it's like, yikes. So then, so I thought that you would think he would just play everything off and like be like, like play it off like to her face that he liked her. Instead, he decided to like talk to her girlfriends and be like, physically not really here for it. But you know, her soul seems good. Like he said this to her friends. <laughs> and On so, the wedding day. It gets so much worse. Okay. No, but okay. They're, they're still at the wedding. Like this, have is, we made still, it, uh, this is at the reception now. Got he it. Said okay. The friends. Now that evening, the girl that he thinks once again is not attractive. He decided His to wife. have sex with twice. His wife. His yeah. wife. They have sex twice. Usually the couples don't have sex on the wedding night because they've just met. Um, and so they had sex twice. Uh, they're the only couple out of like the group of them that did that. So was she more attractive after? The wedding, after? 
And then the next morning, he's like, he has another panic attack after he came, essentially being like, um, I'm just not into you. <laughs> and she and the girl's like, we had sex twice. Like not once, but twice. Okay, I must know. Then, do they sign papers or they just have know. a wedding? No, 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 no. I think I think it's no. They sign everything. They can just get it annulled, and because you can annul in sixty days. Um, okay, but, that's wait, a wait, show. Wait, that's wait, a wait, show. Wait, okay. let, annul in sixty days. Fi- <laughs> well, that no, Truly. that is no, that is the show. That's Married at First Sight. They annul. There are people that annul it at the end. No, but wait. So I'll wrap up this real quick. But essentially, what happens is they go on their honeymoon and. On the honeymoon, which was in Las Vegas because of COVID, <laughs> um, they find out that he, um, his ex-girlfriend, whom he broke up with three months prior to the wedding, uh, is pregnant with his baby. Yes! <laughs> Got it. Got it. So, so madness ensues. Sure. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you, I'll let the, the listener or viewer watch, watch that. Okay, my initial problem, I said this on um, Romantic Realist, which I was, we, Tom and I talked about earlier in the episode. I We talked about Married at First Sight. And my issue is this, and this is like cliche democrat snowflake whatever you want to say is like married at first sight literally the first season came out a year before gay marriage was legal in the united states so these people who have never met each other in their whole fucking life were allowed to get married to each other and just be like nah a year literally it came out a year before gay marriage was legal why you gotta bring the party down, kicks? I don't. I'm sorry. I, I just need to say it because I just need to say it. That it's the no. You're absolutely that, right. It's fucked up. It's the reason that I was so like thrown off by the show because I was like, this is incredibly fucked up. Period. It's privileged. It's straight privilege. Straight privilege. I straight honestly, privilege. I was didn't so know upset. that the show's been around for that long. Yeah, yeah it it but, started oh, it's not like that right- long. What's crazy is that it's truly not that long. And that's the issue that I have with the show. But, like, apparently, like, the new season, there's a none, there's a season either last or this that, like, a couple on there is, like, legendary reality television. Maybe it's the people you all are, you were talking about. There's – the last season was real. I, so this current season I was in and out on, but the last season was really good. But Spencer, you've been trying to say something. What were you going to say? No, 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 no. I, I was going to say, I don't think that's like a democratic thing to say, Kix. I think, like, I thought the same thing. I remember in 2015, I felt the exact same way. I think it's a human thing to say. I think that's so disturbing that, like, in five seconds, somebody could get married then. But, like, two people who actually, like, wanted to create a family and love each other couldn't. I'm with you. And I forgot about that. So thank you for that reminder. Honestly. It was just, it's so off-putting to me. And it continues to draw me away from the show. Period. There. Fair. Okay. Fair. I mean, I totally fair. I'm just going to reiterate I'm unemployed and just have nothing to watch. Right. That's not saying that Tom isn't watching and enjoying and can watch it and enjoy. I just want to remind everyone. I am. Something I am watching that I am enjoying is 90 Day Fiance, The Single Life, where they're taking they're taking people who have gotten dumped on 90 Day Fiance and they're following their lives in a in a post 90 day world dating. It's and pretty iconic. It's pretty fun. I, I have to say there 
Big Ed's on it. If you know who Big Ed is, I, I, he he is a human thumb. He has no neck. Um, I mean, and that is his anatomy. I'm not being mean. Um, <laughs> he he um, is dating. <laughs> he fell in love with the, his waitress at this restaurant he, he frequents, who is younger than his daughter. And um, they're filling things out. So that's what I've been watching. <laughs> Good for him. Um, as wait. long as she's of age, good for him. <laughs> she is. She, she's 26, okay, but, okay. and he's 50. Um, okay. But uh, speaking of 26 and 50, let's jump into Han- Summer House, <laughs> Hannah and Dez, ladies. <laughs> Honestly, an incredible, anyway. incredible transition. Um, yes. Wait, so Kathleen and Spencer, um, how are you guys loving Summer House? We've not really touched base on it at all with the two of you. I actually think it's a great season. Um, I think this is one of the better seasons. I think that I'm loving I'm loving Sierra as sometimes I feel like they they haven't gotten great new house guests. Um, and I think the new additions are fabulous. I mean, like, I don't think anyone's like, wow, Steve's amazing. Like Lindsay's boyfriend, like, is I don't like count him. But like I, I think everything else is it's like a pretty solid season. I will say though, my opinions on people have drastically changed because of this season. So I'm excited to get into that. Yeah, I totally yeah, agree. I agree. Too. Kathleen, yeah. what, what about yeah, you? Yeah, I think I started Summer House like season one. I think like a year ago, and I was addicted to it. I binged like however many seasons were available at that point free. Um, for me, it's not disappointing. Like I, I keep coming back every week. I'm fascinated by all of their lives. I hate that I'm fascinated by their lives in a lot of ways. Like I, I want to hate them for so many different reasons. Like that are probably says so much more about me than about them. Like they're all beautiful and successful and like, but I, I can't get enough. Yeah. It's so, it's just so easy. It's such an easy yeah, watch. That's what it- I've always loved about the show is that it's so low stakes. Like the drama is not at the level of a lot of housewives drama. Like I guess the like Hannah coming for Kyle and Amanda continuously about their engagement is like the most it's the biggest drama that we've had in all of the seasons. Like, like even like them getting in a fight about him and not taking out the garbage. There's just something about it that it's just like it's such an easy watch. I think something that works in its favor is that uh, they don't have enough time to manufacture storylines like on Housewives. On Housewives, they have time to go home. They have time. The cameras go down and they get to go home and they get to like talk to their girlfriend and be like, I just filmed this scene today with Kenya and Kenya made me mad. And then the girlfriend would be like, well, why don't you do this or that? Like they're living in this house for six weeks. It's a pretty short filming schedule and they film every day and they talk to producers every day, but like they don't have enough time to like be like, let's, I'm going to plan a trip to a winery because, uh, like I and try and invite someone that like isn't in the friend group. Like you, there, there's no sort of like like everything's organic because they're just living together, and so the storylines uh, end up being pretty authentic, which I think works uh, in our favor as viewers. Although uh, the show has literally awful ratings, and I'm like, why? Like I think I, feel like I think Dallas I think Real Housewives of Dallas has more people that's watching. Really crazy because I feel like this season there's more people watching than ever. No, they had like it was like uh 0.3 million, which is like like usually usually like 
like Southern Charm is around like 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6 million. Like, like those are their lower shows. Like, and, but, um, no, 0. 0.3 million is like a bad episode of Watch What Happens Live gets that. That is crazy to yeah. me too. I, I do think though that it, it definitely picked up between seasons two and three. And I'm wondering if that is what did it in terms of not capturing people early. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I feel that's crazy that Tom says that because I dr- I truly do feel like the this season has gotten so much like the people I follow on Instagram, like my friends and stuff, I feel like are watching it more than I've seen before. But I don't know. I also think the season's like one of their best. I agree with y'all. It's like because I think a lot of it has to do with because the fact that they're t- trapped in a house and can't go anywhere. But like this episode was so good because they were able to bring people in like all of the couples essentially that aren't already in the house. So what do y'all think of like Paige this episode? Because I feel like we saw a lot of Paige that we never get. You know, I, I is is I just always like Paige. I, I do. do. I think she's she is innately hilarious. Like she just has a very she's there's people that are just born with like like humor in them, and I think Hannah is not. Okay, I'm gonna go on a limb and say that. I said this before. I think Hannah went to a comedy show. I think Hannah went to a comedy show once and she was like, I'm pretty. I can be a comedian and then did it. I'm over she her. heard a podcast and was like, I want to Oof. start a podcast. She watched a reality show and was like, I want to be on a reality show. Like, I don't know that she's like fit for these things that we've put her into. But Paige literally, I think, is funny and is perfect mm. for reality TV. She's a great narrator of the show because she has really funny takes on everything. Um, I... I I, her interview look this episode was incredible incredible and it was pretty iconic she had a rosé in her hand I know I noticed that yeah. the end of the episode. <laughs> I loved it so much but it was odd because we don't see a lot of like action we don't see a lot of emotion out of her we get these like funny she is very dry in one note and I love that about her but I feel like we don't see her crying about things ever like i feel like this is the first episode we've really seen her be super emotional about i mean she's going through things with her boyfriend so yeah Paige for me feels like the least personal person in the house and i think in retrospect i wouldn't i don't love that about a person but because everybody is so psychotic she is a great narrator that's a great way to put it tom i was just oh okay this is mean I was disappointed in her because I love Paige. She's exactly what we want to see. She's absolutely stunning. She's fun to be around. Um, she's cool. She stirs the pot. But I was upset to see that she kind of s- takes on this stereotype of somebody who gets a boyfriend and their boyfriend runs the world and runs their life. And they nod their head. And I don't like that because Paige is so much stronger than that. Um, and I was sad to see the phone call between her and Perry, especially after the conversation that her and Hannah had, when Hannah's like, you, which was the best I've ever seen Hannah be as a person who really listened to Paige and really took Paige in and said, you need to stand up for yourself. And I was so sad to see the phone call that her and her boyfriend had after that. I mean, the editing, I'm sure. But like, still, I was really, I, I wanted more from Paige in, in that moment. I I had a little bit of a different take. Like, I'm not so sure that I, I see Paige as being stereotypical I think it made me 
sad for her in that moment. And I relate to a girl changing herself for a guy or being afraid to express her own preferences for the sake of not rocking the boat. Like that part really resonated with me, but I appreciated the fact that she did was honest about the fact that she wants to be in the house and live her life. And she did commit to that. And so she wasn't trying to, to leave or any of that. Plus we all know how that ends too. Like they're not together. And so I'm, I'm rooting for her in making those types of realizations and I'm very with her and behind her as she is working that out. Yeah. Well, did, did you wait? Uh, this is on while on the page topic though. Did everyone see that Dumois put out that supposedly Paige and Craig are dating from Southern Charm? No, really? No. Yeah. I'd honestly prefer she date Carl. Yeah. I don't know which one Craig is. I never know. <laughs> he's pillows. Is he the he's one the brown, with the pillows? Brown, pillows, <gasps> pillows, brown hair. Yes. I got it. First try this time. Um. Yeah. Supposedly they're dating. Um. I, I don't, I, but I would, I think her and Carl would be perfect together. I think that they just keep missing each other and it like, it's kind of warms my heart in like a, like, um, rom-com kind of way of like, they keep like everything that like Carl's in a perfect place at the beginning of the season for Paige. Paige is unavailable because she's in a relationship. Now Carl's going through a lot. Paige is like trying to get out of a relationship. Maybe she doesn't know it yet. So I think that they just keep missing each other. And I do think that they would be really good together. You don't think so, no, Spencer? Your Spencer? face. I, I know Paige. I grew up with Paige's. I know exactly. That's why I like her and I understand why she's not personal. Like, I really get Paige and I get the family she's from and I get the expectations. Carl wants to be the bougie golfer, um, rich guy type, but he's not. He's a good mama's boy at heart. Paige needs a slick hair businessman who is going to give her a light that she wants. She, I, I really, really believe that. I think that that's what Paige wants. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. I want that. There's nothing wrong with that, but <laughs> I I don't think I don't think at, at the end of the day they're right for each other. Oh, I just I I do I don't know why I do I just love them together. Wait, can we? Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about. Um, so we got to meet Danielle's uh, person, Ooh. who I did not feel anything for. <laughs> he was um sleepy Spencer, you as can Spencer's talk. gesturing. <laughs> Spencer's like animating in the corner. Like he's like he's like thumbs up, he's like agree, or he's like <laughs> he He's like doing like, a snore a face. Yawn, sleep. <laughs> you can say something. I, I'm I'm waiting. I don't wanna because of like because of the delay, I don't wanna talk over anybody. And also I don't wanna <laughs> right, I don't right. wanna interrupt the host himself. No, he was I mean, Danielle, it's no. it's like wh <laughs> why? Like why are we like? No, like, I why get are we why. Creating a narrative because for her about a relationship, and then like we met the guy, and it was like meeting George Washington. I was bored. Like I was. They're I was still bored. together. He kind of looks like George Washington. <laughs> they are. Yes. They are still together. They're no. very serious, and I give her honestly. I give her props because I think that she 
is really infatuated with him because he's like mysterious and a chef and like successful in New York City and like has these things going. What's for mysterious him. about him? They haven't had sex. That's the what. That's the mysterious part. <laughs> he's like the most vanilla person ever. I don't find him vanilla. I thought I did think it was incredibly awkward, but I'm here. I'm here for it because she's like cool, funny girl and successful and i don't know i think that it i think i don't know they're still together so i'm here for it okay my my maybe lukewarm take on danielle is that i i really like her i'm here for her i like i'm really happy that they decided to bring her back because i don't know that i think she brings a ton to the table but she brings just enough for me she's a working girl she it's a slice of real life all that stuff I also feel like she was trying to convince herself every time she was in a confessional as to why this new dynamic of uh, like this new relationship with this person, it just felt a little like she was also trying to convince herself why he was so great, but maybe he is so great. They're still together. Would love to see, I think, more of Rob to fully assess, but maybe I don't. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. okay. <laughs> Wait, Spencer, what are, what are you going to say? I first want to say, I, I think there's a lot of grounding, really nice things being said that remind me. Like, for instance, I love that she works. I love that she brings a normalcy and that that is a relatable quality that I think I forget when I watch a show like this. So I do appreciate that, Kathleen, a lot. And I appreciate also what you said, Kix, about like, she's like, cool. I guess I just, it, uh, it just always she I'm oh, I'm always uncomfortable everything that she says I'm uncomfortable I, I feel like she doesn't totally know herself and I can relate to that because I feel like with, with, a, with like a lot of personalities in the house it's probably hard to get a word in and find like identity on a Bravo reality show but I just it doesn't click for me well, I will say this I do not think the girls are nice to her and I do not think that the gals welcome her into their crowd where like Lindsay's like neutral Lindsay can like bounce around I wish mm-hmm. they were a little more welcoming to Danielle the way that they were to Sierra I mean bringing the I, I just want to say this and then I am done what made me so uncomfortable was okay so like they're talking on the phone her and and her guy, there's so much buildup, blah, 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 blah. They're creating like a narrative for her, lucky Danielle. And then the boyfriend comes, he doesn't even put his bag down outside. He, like before hugging her, before anything, he picks his suitcases up and enters the house. That's a no for me. If your girlfriend opens the door, you put your suitcases down outside and you go in for the hug and you hug first. It was weird. It felt like she was a bellhop. I wasn't about it. You're not no, wrong. I get I get the awkward. No, I get the awkward thing. I have to sympathize with him a little bit because like the first time seeing like your significant other or even like Bay or whatever you want to say for the first time in like they five weeks, like you don't know what to do. Like it's like I I get that there was like an uncomfortable situation of like, okay, do I invite him in? Do I hug him first? Do I introduce him first? And then we, like, can kiss in front of people? Like, I get that there was a weird situation. What I, do, I literally complete. I don't understand what you're saying. If you haven't seen your... You haven't seen your partner in five weeks, and the first thing you do is be like, what do we do? Okay, like, I would run up I'm to them and kiss them. I'm not saying that, you asshole. I'm not being that. I'm not being like, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> like I'm just being like I get that there was like a weird situation of like what do I do like also oh my god I haven't they're also not together they've been together for five weeks six weeks okay they dated for a week in the city and they are not they're not boyfriend girlfriend no, right? and he stopped by the producer van got mic'd up and then he took his negative COVID test blah 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 and then went to the front door so like I I understand like feeling like there's cameras in your face. You're not, you might not be ready for it. Blah, blah, blah. I I just want to, I want both of them to look alive. They're on a show. Yeah. Okay. Look <laughs> no, alive. I, like okay, make a scene, you know, like that's fucked up. Why? Because I think Daniel is doing, I think Danielle is working hard. She's a woman season. in tech. Yeah. I at her job, yeah. but not on summer house. <laughs> no, I think she's like, bringing humor and like real shit and keeping Lindsay from bouncing off the wall with like craziness, like in a but great I don't, way. No, I, here, but I, I don't go ahead, Spencer. I don't want Lindsay. Ba- like, I don't want Lindsay's babysitter. And also like, yeah, she's had one good quote, which is no, no, we cannot. Which is on every commercial, like, which is great. And like, she, she <laughs> they plug it every time. <laughs> it's on every recap, like this season on summer house. <laughs> It's always her being like, no, no, we cannot. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's which we're happy about, but like, I'm, I'm sorry. I think I'm team Tom here. Like, I think that I, I think that like I'm team Tom. I need more. And like, he was literally a brick wall. I was like, like at least like, at least what's his name? Jed. Who's the Dom Dex. Des, Not Des. Jed Wyatt. <laughs> Poor Jed is dead. Poor Jed is gone. No, Des knew that he had a job to do, and he came in guns. Well, he's an actor. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's his job is like to be a character. So. Dick, Dick blazing. <laughs> Dick blazing, literally. <laughs> Wait, okay, so let's talk Des because. I have a lot of, I have a lot that I want to talk about with Des. First, I want to just pull the crowd here. Does anyone find Des attractive? Yes. I fucking knew Spencer would. I don't think <laughs> I don't find him hot. I find him that like he's on a level that I could date in real life. Like he's not like unattainably hot. I find I'm sure he's funny. Apparently he's great at phone sex so much so that he had to come to, he had to quarantine, get tested three times in three days for COVID just to bone in the laundry room. So there's something there. He's not for me. (laughs) He's not. Yeah. And he's not for me either. I kind of like a guy who looks like he's from Arkansas, but like has a Hamptons house and has (laughs) white hair. And an yeah. Irish accent. He's from Ireland, isn't he? Yeah. Do we yes, call it Irish? Ireland. Is that what I'm hearing? I think it's like no, an I, no. I think there's like an Irish American dialect. Like I think yeah, there's some words that you'll hear and you're like, wait, where are yeah. you from? Sort of he situation. He said that his parents have had the house yeah, in yeah. East, South, whatever, somewhere in Hamptons for like ten plus years. So I think that he's lived in this in the states for a while, but he is Irish. Okay. And also allegedly is pretty lit like in Ire- Ireland for like his comedy. Like he's pretty a big deal. I watched some of his set at the Comedy Cellar on YouTube because I was like, I just got to wrap my mind around who the, who uh-huh. he is. And I actually laughed. I thought I actually think he's funny in his he I don't think I think he is uh, actually a pretty good comedian. 
I mean, the last thing we need is another white, white straight guy in comedy. But I mean, he. He's 44, so he's but been also, here a while. Like, I w- no, I know. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it, 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 but it, I did think it was funny, and it's not like it, the comedy that I watched wasn't like uh, pussy. Bleh. Like it but wasn't it like of, no, just it, like constantly. It kind talk- of is though, Tom. I was looking at his Instagram, and he put clips up recently of of his comedy stuff, and I'm just sort of like, I don't know. I'm not interested in his. It's a lot of straight. Yeah, I'm just energy. not interested in that kind of commentary. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just not for me. There you go. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to go to a show. I just mean like at least no, like, no. If Indiana he's going to be at the Comedy Cellar, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're absolutely going. Yeah. Countess and friends, forget yeah. it. Des of the Comedy <laughs> Cellar, I'm there. No, no, no. Well, Comedy Cellar literally gives you free tickets, so like if we can I go, will be and in it'll the be seat. fine. I'm just may not be laughing the whole time. Okay. Um, wait, so <laughs> I want to talk about this whole, like, fuck around the house situation, okay? Now, I want to pull everyone here, okay? And I want to know a couple things. First thing I want to know, if you hung back from the house with your significant other, would you hook up outside of your your assigned room? Would you, like, explore the house? That's question one, Okay. Question two, would you be mad if you came home and you found out that someone hooked up in your uh, in your private bathroom? And three, um, who on the Zoom call would you predict would uh, commit an act like that first? <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I'll go first. So I would hook up in my like the bedroom that I was sharing. I don't find you, that you wouldn't, I find you wouldn't escape. You wouldn't go like I hook wouldn't up and like do a world tour as they did. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then would you be mad if someone hooked up in your room? If it was my bed, a thousand fucking percent. If it was a bathroom, I don't give a fuck. You can wipe that shit off in five seconds. Okay, cool. Um, Spencer. Uh wait, was that all oh no no. No, and now who do you who here do you think would be most likely to hook up in your bedroom or bathroom? Hmm. It's an interesting crowd we have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I'm nervous. Why are you scared? Okay, I would say Spencer. (laughs) It's okay, babe. I still love you. It's okay. It's okay. Babe, babe, babe. It's coming from love, babe. This whole episode is Spencer versus Tom because that's where the my I'm negotiating my answer there. Yeah, too. I'm like Tom's right. Okay, Tom's wait, wait. directing this question at everyone should either answer Spencer or Tom. No, essentially. Uh, no, that's not what I meant. Um, wait, Spencer, you're gonna go next. So Spencer, uh, remember. So first, would you do a around the world tour of an Airbnb? Second, would you be mad if someone did it in your room? Third, who here on the Zoom call uh, would commit the act? Okay. I probably would explore around the house. I think it's fun to like, I think it's fun to do that. I think there is a respectful way to do it. And I would, I would make sure there was ample time to clean. And I would also, it would also really depend on uh, the culture of the house and who was staying with me. Number two, I would never. I do love that answer. 
thank you. Number two, I would never, <laughs> ever, 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 ever in a million years go into someone's bedroom, though. A bathroom, again, like, honestly, if it was, like, Tom's bath, if I, if it was, like, Tom's apartment, I know that Tom wouldn't care, and he would, like, find it funny. So, again, it, like, depends on, like, the kind of person. If it was Kathleen's, like, never in a million years. If it was Kicks, <sighs> I think Kicks would be in the middle between Kathleen and Tom. Um, as far as who do I think would do that i i oh wow like the obvious answer would be <laughs> me or tom but i don't want to say that but i actually don't think tom would i don't think kicks would um but i can i'm actually gonna say kathleen i think that kathleen has okay <laughs> word yes, I, kathleen. I think that kathleen could have like some tricks up her sleeve i think that she wouldn't do anything super provocative but i could see kathleen coming to me and thinking it was like a humongous deal that like she made out in like a closet like and but i but i not the closet I, I can see kathleen like i can see kathleen being a little fun i i'm dying it you're like the you're like i can see kathleen coming to my room and making out in my closet like that's like the least hot version of this scenario i don't i don't believe <laughs> i don't believe that kathleen heaven. would actually she wouldn't do anything super over the top because she's very very respectful of people's space but kathleen i can see you like being like a little like fun and drunky and like having like a rendezvous and i don't know like the living room yeah a little a little public sex word. moment Okay, I, I didn't say yeah. that, but yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about okay, here? Okay, Kathleen, wait. <laughs> wait, Kathleen. Okay, so once again, so number one is would you go, would you do the round the world tour? Number two, would you be mad if someone round the world toured your room? And number three, who in the Zoom call <laughs> would you accuse? Yeah, Spence is throwing me because while I am a little fun, I don't even do that in my own home. So I. It's hard for me to really say <laughs> that in a house full of people, I would be doing any tours. Um, number two, yes, of course, I'd be furious. I don't think I would be anyone's top choice of a hookup. <laughs> no, hookup. no. If they, Actually, that should have been the question of everyone here, whose room would you hook up in if they were gone? And you, I would not choose. <laughs> yeah. I, I invite someone to try it because... That'd be an interesting, that would, we'd be talking about that for years if, if someone did. <laughs> um, um, wait, and then wait, all, who do you think would? I could see both Spence and Tom doing it in, in respectful okay. ways, in, in respectful ways. I think Tom would be a Luann, don't be all uncool. I think if, <laughs> yes, exactly. I think. Tom's response would be a uh, like, "Don't be all uncool." Not really. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would be a Heather Thompson in that situation. Tom would nip that in the bud, and <laughs> you would, you would be like almost crying, like, "I woke up with someone in my bed." <laughs> I sure would. We already know how all this plays out, and I think, <laughs> yeah. and I think Spence would probably be the first to tell me, like but but qualify it all with don't worry i've taken care of all of it and haha <laughs> oh i see what you're saying if he had done it he would tell you immediately i absolutely yeah like i would that. never have to but find that out i think i'd be told right away right now okay so i would i would do the around the world tour i i would do it probably i 
what I would say though is something that we're not talking about is how fucking fierce that bathroom was. I don't know if everyone saw, but Kyle posted the photo of him and Amanda's Mm-mm. bathroom. It's like chandelier, like tub, like crystal shower. Like it's literally stunning. Go look. It's literally the first photo on Kyle's um, Instagram grid. So go look, look it up. And um, I get why they went in there to hook up. Um, I would do the around the world tour. I would never go into someone's bed though, but I would like go and like hook up. Like, I don't know. I, I would even hook up on the floor. <laughs> would you? <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. Oh. I've done it a couple times (laughs) Um, No and then Would I be mad I I truly wouldn't care I I would be I would actually not even care if they did it in my bed If they just made sure To tell me that they changed the sheets But like what would piss me off Is if I found out like after the vacation And I found out that I I had like slept In like sex sheets but like if they cleaned I honestly don't care And then last because like That's like what hotels are yeah yeah (laughs) you know i mean and then lastly uh who here would i definitely think that spencer would i also think everyone's giving kicks like an easy time here like i could see kicks like you know maybe not in in a bedroom but like i could see her like having some fun in in uh in a foyer Kicks is just so like chill and unassuming that I, I don't know. I wouldn't, she's just not my first go-to in my mind, but fierce kicks. I I get it. Thank you. Now. Okay. So are we, so obviously Des and Hannah are engaged now. So obviously things are working out. Are we liking them together? Do you think they're a good match? Um, I do. I think they're a great match. I find that Des is the perfect level of, intense crazy and too open and unfiltered as she is like Paige said it best it's like des is like the male version of her which i agree with but i think they're i think that she is infatuated more than even with like luke i'll i'll defend her i know i'm getting way too ahead but i'll defend her for this like luke des situation because she was probably like just wanted to hook up like i don't i don't know i'm getting ahead of myself sorry what you're not getting ahead of yourself no i'm just saying that it's like everyone's like okay this is happening fast and she's like well i didn't know what luke the situation with luke was he's been playing me for two years now and i'm this guy's like keeps dming me we keep texting so i'm just gonna see how things play out I and I think it just it worked in her favor because I think they're so great together. I really do. I you know I I agree with Kix. I think it I think it's really unfair of people to like slut shame Hannah because she like wanted a rendezvous with Luke, but then she had somebody back home. Like we've all been in those situations where it's kind of in the middle. And I I do think it somewhat came out of left field, but again, editing, we're, there are things that we don't know. But yeah, they're perfect for each other. Hannah is obsessed with herself. Hannah thinks she does no wrong. Hannah thinks she walks the earth and she is incredible and does thinks the same thing. I just want to also say though, something that I want to point out, hot take, the only reason why I'm saying this is because Paige said it, Paige said it first. So it came from Paige first. I do not want Hannah having sex in my bed. I do also think that she's dirty. I think she does not clean up after herself. I feel like she never changes her sheets. <laughs> I do not want Hannah in my bed. I will take Kathleen, Kix, or Tom, or honestly, Luke any day. Not Hannah. I, Spencer. No, Luke has B.O. though. 
yeah luke just feels sweaty to yeah. me but no i yeah. think but you said this spencer and i i don't think they're a perfect match because i think that they both love the sounds of their own voices way too much so i don't really understand how that is going to create a long-lasting relationship like i see how they're similar i think that they are very much like each other but then like who's actually going to put themselves out for the other when they have to so i'll be interested to see how they navigate that and i'll be keeping a close eye but i also think it has to do with age like he's 44 and she's 28 maybe yeah so i think that there's like a world kathleen where it's like he's gonna put her put her first because he's like older and i don't know yeah i could more mature i guess I but, guess. but also I like think... you know when i'm sorry Kath. i'm just not hannah's biggest fan right now and i so i think that's part of it too it's just like uh, okay i happy if she's i don't know it's just hard for me to be super happy for her in any way because i'm i'm annoyed <laughs> agreed agreed hannah is the absolute worst i have always thought hannah is the worst i truly think she is so annoying but i also think that when people are narcissists and they're obsessed with themselves it's like when you look at friends and you're like what do they talk about they just talk about themselves they don't listen to each other they're not present they, they, they just talk about themselves and they enjoy that because they can talk and they know they don't have to listen to the other person it, and vice versa that this relationship yeah. i think will work Yes, I agree. I, that's mm. you. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It was like they. It's perfect because neither of them listen, because like they. I think they'll literally just like word vomit at each other and not recognize that the other one's talking, and then go to bed and be like, "Love you." <laughs> like they're both cuckoo bananas. Um, yeah. So I am so very looking forward to seeing uh, Kyle's reaction to all this. Uh, they when they come home from the boat, everyone's pretty wasted, and they tell Paige in the hot tub that they like hooked up everywhere, and specifically in Kyle's bed. And um, Paige is like, "I'm not gonna tell anyone," which obviously she's gonna tell someone. She's gonna tell. Um, and I just, you know, I can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah, I'll be curious to see if Kyle finds out from watching the show or from page telling amanda and amanda freaking the fuck out and telling kyle and screaming at hannah i will say another thing that i appreciate about Paige is sure she might be stirring stuff a little bit but i think she tells hannah when she's wrong or when she doesn't agree and i appreciate that quality in someone mm-hmm. yeah i agree yeah no she she is very very uh, honest about her feelings which which makes for a great friend. Like that's what you. That's mm-hmm. what everyone should yeah, want. Yeah, nothing bothers me more than like blind loyalty, or not blind loyalty, but being loyal just for the sake right. of it. Actually, not to not to bring it down, but I don't know if Kyle and Amanda this season are gonna find out. I feel like if they were gonna find out, it would happen next episode. But there's nothing that reveals that, and there is a fight between Amanda and Hannah, but it seems to just be about Hannah and Des and her kind of hiding Des. So I'm afraid no one's going to find out. Yeah, I think it's going to be a conversation at the reunion that was just filmed mm-hmm. last week, but I don't I don't necessarily think it's going to be like an explosion here. I really guys, I, I everyone is saying the opposite of this. I don't think Kyle's going to care as much as the world thinks he's going to. But it's Hannah. I mean, I think it'd be pretty I think it'd be hypocritical. Yeah, it's Hannah, it. yeah. 
True. Like if Carl did it, he'd be like, yeah, man. I also right. think Kyle's probably done it in everybody's bed that he knows. Like, so it's, I think it'd be pretty hypocritical if you were mad, but. My brother think... used to work with Kyle, by the way. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Where? If I if I had a nickel for every finance you can't that say. somebody in my family had that I didn't know what it was, I would be a, a billionaire. <laughs> um, somewhere, <laughs> you could have a finance job. <laughs> he was in like his young. He was in like his young twenties, and he was super nice. Which I agree. I mean, I I can believe. I think Kyle. I love Kyle. Yeah, love. I do Spencer too. Is such a I Kyle really stand. have come around on him. Me too. No, I've come around on him. Kathleen, do you really hate him? Uh. No, I actually do. I actually have come around on him. He's just not somebody that I'm super interested in getting to see more of. Like, I, I don't know. It's yeah. harder for me to, to really be on board with him. But Spence, who do you love more, Kyle Cook or Sutton Strack? <laughs> it's, I, it's, it's funny you asked that. Today I YouTubed Sutton Strack best moments. Sutton Strack forever. Sutton Strack is <laughs> one of the best additions next to Liam McSweet. Yeah. For those that aren't on the thread, which is about everyone who listens to this podcast, we have a housewives thread with uh, everyone here and um, Bradley and Olivia, who've both been guests in the podcast. Um, and before last season was airing, Spencer was just like, "What about? I've heard, I'm hearing some things about Sutton." And we're like, cool, we're excited. He's like, no, no, no. So Sutton like is like, so what I think is, so she was a full-time and then she's not. And then, then maybe she's going to be. And I, I'm just saying like justice for Sutton. Like, I don't even know her, but I love her. And, and like where everyone's like, yeah, Spencer, like, I, I, sure. We have we literally haven't met her yet. And then the show's airing and Spencer's like, aren't you loving Sutton? I mean, who, I told you guys you'd love Sutton. And we're like, <laughs> we never said we weren't going to. And I think still Spencer thinks we don't like her. I'm like, no, I actually really do enjoy her. But he's been on Team Sutton since before Sutton was her Sutton. Her number one mm-hmm. fan. Um, I know, uh, I, I am really good at detecting who's going to work on this show and who's not. And it's funny because everybody in this room, everybody in this room right now, you all until like the middle of the season, you're like, nah, and then all of a sudden you're like, no, we stand Sutton. Like na- now we stand. <laughs> I don't know. Was I like that? You're I was right. when she but, was, but yeah. we can go on a journey. It's okay for us to go on a journey. I guess, but it's just, it's just to say, I was right. You were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do. Okay. I know this is off topic for summer house, but on topic for Sutton, I thought it was like very known that she was getting a diamond. And it's then not. everyone was like, "Sun confirmed a diamond." And I was like, "Wait, no, no, didn't we already kids. know this." No, she was she was confirmed friend of for this season, and everyone was really upset. Everyone was like, "Why on earth is she a friend of again?" Because they brought on uh, Christina. Isn't that the new wife's name? Yeah. Crystal. And then Kathy. Kathy was the new friend. Oh, Crystal. Sorry. Um, Crystal. Uh, and then Kathy and Sutton were friends of, and everyone was like, "Why did they not get to boot Sutton up?" That's what I was reading, and so I was. I think it was a last. My understanding is it was a last minute change to full time because the entire series that we're about to watch is Sutton versus uh, Erica. Is what I I'm hearing. I didn't know that. Is that Sut? Yeah. What I'm hearing is that, that Sutton is like Erica. Like you're a criminal, and like, and like <laughs> Erica's like mind your own business, and Sutton's like pay your taxes, bitch, and like yeah. I I'm with kicks. I I thought that it was pretty much confirmed from the end of the season last year. Sutton was going to be a housewife. 
And because this was, they already went on a limb. I mean, she she was a friend of last season. She was a housewife last season. She had a full story. Yeah. Right. Like, she was she was a housewife. But that's that's interesting. Maybe it was news. Maybe I was just living in Sutton World, which I do. So. It's Sutton's America, and we are living yeah, in it. Like, so you do like her more than you like Kyle Cook. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. A long story short, yes. Wait, did you guys see that they're they are test doing test filming for Housewives of Nashville right now? No, I saw that someone asked you about that when you went on IG and you asked for questions. Yeah, I saw it going around. Uh, it, it might not be a Housewife show. They might just be testing a Bravo show in Southern Nashville. Southern charm of Nashville. Sure, but um, yeah, supposedly there's. A, I'm here for it. I'm I'm not, but I don't know. I I want them to try again on um, Chicago really badly, or we just need Midwest housewives. Yeah, because I, mid I love Midwesterners so much, and I feel like they this similar like Southern shade of like bless her heart translates into like a Midwestern vibe. I know that's like very lofty sounding but well, i think that i think that it apparently they allegedly they did film something and it was boring so it didn't work out but i want them to try again i want i want a housewives of like boston but like some like mm. old like southy women who like now have money but still have like irish mob ties like i'm like <laughs> that like that would be good I- don't you think maybe it's Especially with like the thirtieth anniversary of the <laughs> Gardner Museum heist, we can get some like <laughs> insights on that. Can we? Can we talk about? Wait, can we talk about one more thing about Summer House? And it doesn't have to be a whatever you want to talk about. Be a Kathleen. big thing, but like, are we talking about Stravi coming back? We don't care. No. <laughs> I, don't, I, just I don't, don't care. No, 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 no. We can, we can, we can. No, I. The thing that was, it was so funny to me when when they like sat down on that picnic bench and he was like, he was like, she, he was like talking about getting back together with her. She was like, you can stay here, but like, we're not, we're certainly not together. Well, I wrote down, <laughs> he was, he was like, I did all this work and I couldn't even get a kiss. I was like, that's all I needed to know about him. And maybe that's all we need to talk about. But like, not, he's not for me. I obviously they're yeah, not together. Not I don't I'm curious to find out if they like break up again on the show because the teaser for next week she was like I drunkenly got back together with Stravi last night so I yeah I don't think that like Danielle literally says to her you guys aren't made for each other Stravi is so exciting that's why I like Danielle Stravi is so exciting he like, I don't know what the show would do if he wasn't on there. He's amazing. Okay, there is something about Stravi that is a pet peeve of mine across the board with men. Can I talk yeah. about it for a second? Yes, please. Okay. I, like, don't care what people's, like, grooming, like, situations are. Like, everyone has different journeys with that. Everyone feels comfortable about different, like, male grooming situations. Now, something about Stravi that is a huge pet peeve of mine is he, especially... Because he's so short, he is has this thick ass beard, and you can tell that he's just like a naturally hairier person. And then we got to see him on the boat today, like on this episode, 
waxed within an inch of his life from like Adam's apple to toenail. And like, he looks like a baby with a beard. Like he looks like he doesn't look like real, like he doesn't look normal. Like it's like, just have like, like if you, if you like to be super, super like bald, go for it. But like, maybe just like have a little chest hair, just like remind people that like you are above the age of 16 because he looks like a baby with a beard. <laughs> baby with a beard. Welcome to the stage, uh, baby with a, a beard. I had, I had a pet peeve with a Bachelor contestant uh, when we were covering The Bachelorette about the same thing. It really is something that just bothers me. It's it's be- okay, what bothers me about say- it is the beard. If he didn't have a if he sure. had a beard, because like Kyle like is like is very like hairless and that's like totally fine but like it all blends he like makes it's like a whole blending situation but stravi is like literally like gimli from lord of the rings from neck up and then waist down he's like legolas as a child and it's like well where are we like what's the what are we doing no no tom he doesn't have any hair down yeah wait wait spencer what are your thoughts on that i don't mind it it's like a jesus I'm like I'm into it I actually I but Jesus the, didn't wax no Jesus didn't get a wax but like I I do <laughs> I do think like he has like the Jesus hair but Jesus wasn't like a super hairy person I I actually kind of like <laughs> you don't know that <laughs> Spencer I don't know <laughs> we don't we literally don't yes know we that. do so Tom like, it's in the bible if you were a Christian you would know <laughs> You see the depictions of Jesus on the yeah. Catholic Church as a white man uh, who, Bible, who wasn't white. Mom, <laughs> no, in the Bible, on the walls of everything, he is a waxed. Yes, and I also you were like... a Christian. You were a Christian. No. I'm not. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. If you're hey, a good girl, Christian, hey, girl. Hey, girl. If you saw, if you saw Jesus Christ Superstar at Boston Conservatory, then you would know he has long hair and wax. Jesus was wax. <laughs> Oh, Russell, stop! <laughs> Dog's whining. Um, I don't he know. He has that's, an opinion too. He, he does. No, that's. It's just so fresh. I just, I just need like an art director for his body hair. Like I need someone no, just like curates, thing, curate something that. I'm not works. an art director. Okay. okay. No, here's my issue because he is <laughs> a hairy man. Like you're saying, Tom, he is hairy, and if he body waxes, great. However. When it's two weeks post-wax, I'm going to even give him, I'm going to say one week post-wax. He is the prickliest bitch in the world. Like, that's tough. Like, you know that that hair grows back fast. So I agree with you, Tom. Grows back thick. Thick. My guess is Lizzie has an opinion on that, and he got waxed for her. (laughs) That is what we're not talking about, and you are correct. She probably is like, you should wax for me. You should, you should put in a little more effort. You should so, make me a prickly sandwich. <laughs> Wait, guys, I did buy her beanie that has a sandwich on it. It's very cute. Oh. Kicks. Also, I've seen well, some... Interesting purchase. Have you guys seen Loverboy merch Kicks. in the wild? Because I have. I've seen it at least two times. Yeah. People are buying that. Me too. Loverboy. No, Tom, I actually, how do you feel... It. Tom, are you going to buy the espresso martini? No, I'm going to just make them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust a canned espresso martini because I I'm I I do love espresso martinis, but the problem with them for me is like the timing of it all can be difficult because like I don't want to have it at night 
because I'm scared that like the like caffeine's gonna keep me up. Like I, there's so many optics to it. And then on top of that, caffeine in a can is always dangerous for me. Like the La Cologne cans of coffee, like I truly drink them and I'm like scaling the walls of like my bodega. Like I just don't trust myself on like right. what would happen after I had a can of espresso martini, you know? I feel like you have an espresso martini at a, you're wrapping up an early dinner at 7 p.m. to go out, to, to go to the next bar yes. to pregame yes. the night out. Right. Like this time right now would be a great time for us to have an espresso martini before we did dinner together. Before right. the clubs. Yeah. I sure. actually, I trust it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Sunday. <laughs> I, I totally trust it. I'm going to buy it. Like, I drink about 142 Four Locos a year in college. Like, I can do a can of espresso martini. I'm here for it. It's $7. I love a, I love a sale. Like, I'm actually good. <laughs> Wait. This is coming from the person, by the way, for the listener who does not know, that when we all went upstate together, made a tequila soda and cut up <laughs> a whole jalapeno put it in the tequila soda and then proceeded to take, because it wasn't quite spicy enough, proceeded to take uh, red chili pepper flakes and put it, in, put it in there. Not in a margarita, in a full tequila soda. You know what? I like it spicy. And, I, and I'm gonna keep it spicy by supporting Loverboy. And I'm gonna get the espresso martini in a can. But Tom is right. Love that for you. Yeah, let us know how it is. Yeah, there has to be you. Uh, there has to be like a spicy uh, espresso martini you can make, right? Oh, oh, that sounds disgusting. You are disgusting. I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. That sounds horrific. Co- spicy coffee. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it sounds good either. But I'm just saying, Spencer loves the spice. Ugh, I would never. He Tom. loves the spice. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. He's okay. like, just takes a sip of his drink that's the spiciest <laughs> recipe. Yeah, he, he's like drinking sriracha right now. Babe, I, <laughs> babe, that's incredibly offensive. In Texas, we grew up drinking spicy coffee. Babe, I would never. I just think that you would like it. You're a spicy person. I'm not, no, babe, I think that you would enjoy it. You love coffee. You like always drink coffee. Like, your breath smells of coffee and like you love spices. I'm just saying. <laughs> Okay, well, on that amazing impression of me, uh, we do need to let the two of you guys go and wrap up our our summer house coverage. Okay, on because typically we end the episode with asking everyone if we think each other would be good on reality TV. However, I would like to ask everyone if we think Luke is good on reality TV because I'm feeling. Um, he's lost some, that little engine that could, he's like lost some steam here. Well, now that he's like a, like a full type set designer at the house, it's bizarre. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think he's lost some steam. I think he's, (laughs) yeah, not, not for me. He's building the set. Yeah, no, he's not, he's not for me either. I can leave him. All right. I would say he. I could leave him. I was somewhat compelled by his sob, sob story at the table, so I'm ten percent in, ninety percent out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Kicks. What would you Kicks. say? Do you have an? 
Oh, I think I do think he's not good. I think that ever since like he stopped causing drama in the house, we it's like feeling unnecessary because I don't think he like it's. I don't think he actually is friends with them. But now they're friends because we've seen their Instagrams and stuff like now where they're hanging out. But quote swish swish, <laughs> as Spencer's doing the quotes. Um, but yeah, I finding I'm finding it a no. I'm on it. I'm honestly shocked though, Kix, because your ideal reality show is like ten women above the age of forty just like sleeping. <laughs> like you love. Okay, like... <laughs> don't say that. I'm not that boring. <laughs> you love the boring people, so I'm shocked that Luke falls under the under the two boring. And that's saying something, okay? Sure, okay, sure, sure, sure. I do. We all unanimously agree that out of everybody in this room, Tom would be phenomenal on Summer House. Yes. You both would be, though. Tom, back to Tom versus Spencer. I think you both would bring... <laughs> you both would bring a lot to the table. I think... I think you guys should go on it I, together. I do, too. I agree. I actually I think, think together would be great. I think you two great. would, like, fuck, us, fuck up some shit in separate ways, and then you would come together and talk about it in the same way the Giggly Squad does. I think like, that Tom and I would get I into... Say, we, we would get into the, a major fight with Hannah. We would make her cry. Should, and then we would have a humongous apology. The for sure. Mm-hmm. But Spence yes. you full of crying. Like you Spencer would be like, I love I love the work. No, I wouldn't. You do. I no, love I wouldn't. He, I would... this right here, it's a good no, heart. I also I... think she's a good girl. Hannah, you're a good girl. Okay. <laughs> you two would also play liaison. You two would also play liaison between the straight guys and the girls so well. Like you it would all just really work. It would really work. I can eat a hot dog and I can also drink rosé and so can Tom. And you can eat a hot dog in more than oh. one. <laughs> rosé actually gives me heartburn. <laughs> rosé gives me heartburn and I'm a vegetarian, so I actually can't do those things. But Tom would make the nachos. Tom would always have nachos going. Spencer would eat the hot sure. dog. Okay. You do make a yeah. good nacho. Thank you. Thank yeah. you guys. I am um, grilling tofu well, I'm grilling tofu. <laughs> I'm not having burgers. I'm grilling tofu. <laughs> I like animals. Sorry, I like animals. Sorry, I like animals. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Okay. <laughs> On that second amazing impression of me, um, <laughs> we're going to wrap up. Uh, Spencer and Kathleen, thank you guys again for coming on. Um, we love you guys so much. And um, before we let you go, please plug your your um, huge followings on Instagram. Actually, Spencer has a big following, but Kathleen, Ouch. you start. <laughs> has a bigger following. <laughs> Thanks for the setup. <laughs> yeah, um, it's gonna be a race to it's gonna be a race to followers. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a race to one million between Kath and Spencer. Yeah, everyone just follow Spencer. If, the, if that's where we are, then like, <laughs> plug at a high Spencer glass. No, if you're like, no, 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 no. If you're looking for an apartment in New York City, Kathleen, you should plug your business. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Right, thanks, thanks, Tom. Um, Yes, that I can plug. I'm happy to help anybody with their uh, rental or sales needs in Manhattan or the surrounding boroughs. Follow me, DM me at Kathleen Lamagna. Ooh, a DM. Yeah, I'd love to get a DM. It's never happened. (laughs) My dad is going to DM you now after saying that. Well, I'd love to see it. All right, Spence, plug yourself. Holy shit, Tom is so funny sometimes. Um, I'm gonna say you can slide into my DMs at High Spencer Glass. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, that's all I got. Thank you, Kix and Tom, for having us. This was so <laughs> much fun. Thank you. Of, co- of course. Uh, we love you guys. You guys. Are- yes, thank you so much we for coming you guys on. Too. I'd be happy to come on anytime. Um, oh, so- we'll, we'll, we'll be calling you. I, what do still you do? I can't stop laughing. I said Kathleen up. <laughs> Literally to crash him. Bro. Please, please <laughs> have me on again. I'd be so happy to be back. <laughs> I know that was really awful. <laughs> Well, I was I was trying to make a joke about like Instagrams, but then I remember like Spencer has like more followers than I do. So I was like, well, Spencer can't I can't say like not following because Spencer has a following. And then I was like, well, Kathleen, who doesn't have a following, should start. And one day I'll develop a personality and I'll I'll throw it onto Instagram. No, I'm Don't say that. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um. Um. No, but everyone have a fantastic night. Follow me at the Tom Hamlet, uh, and you can follow Kicks at. Kicks Hamlet that's spelled C-I-X. Yes, and then follow the podcast at Dumpster Dive Pod and then uh, follow our Patreon. We have two tiers, a $4 and an $8. Um, we are covering, we just wrapped up covering the real world uh, reboot there and we are going to cover the first season of Flavor of Love season one. They're starting uh, a week from Wednesday. So check that out and uh, we will see y'all for our Friday episode. Have a fantastic night. Bye guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.